There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Let me tell you about the sponsor for this episode, and that's italki, as usual. Italki is a great solution if you or someone you know is looking for one-to-one lessons with a qualified teacher in a flexible and personalized way over Skype. Find an italki teacher to help with your spoken fluency, your vocab, grammar, or pronunciation development, or specific things like job interviews or exams. And when you buy some talking time on italki, they will send you a voucher for a free lesson. To get that offer, uh, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash talk, or click an italki logo on my website. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're well. In the last episode, you heard me talking to Amber and Paul. I hope you enjoyed that. It was lots of fun. I recorded it last week. And after doing that mammoth episode about poshness, Amber had to go. But Paul stayed... And so I thought that we would return to the topic of the British citizenship test. We talked about this uh, last time in episode 527, when Paul took the test on the podcast and failed. I still had some other bits and pieces that I wanted to cover in the episode, including a stand-up routine about the citizenship test, and also an article in The Telegraph. Both of those things include their own citizenship tests. So let's see if Paul can pass them. Be prepared to be either shocked or amazed by Paul's knowledge about British things in general. And also, we end up taking a citizenship test for the USA. And to see if we pass or not, just keep listening. So this episode is a chance for you to listen to Paul and me in conversation, but there's also loads of stuff to learn in terms of British culture and certain words which are often pronounced wrong by native speakers of British English. Check the page for this episode where you will find links to the various tests and videos that we're talking about. Let's now join Paul and me after we'd just finished a cup of tea, ready to talk more on the podcast, and let's see how much he and you know about British life, culture, and language. English. 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 Yes. English. 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 English, dude. English. 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 English fish. English. 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 Plain English creep. English. English. I speak English now. Yes. I learned. So I'm still sitting here with Mr. Paul Taylor. Amber had to go and pick up her son or something. God, she's got a son. Like, sad. You're going to go and pick up your son. Uh, sad. I'm just joking, of course. Uh, it's always fun, isn't it, when you have to point out that you're joking? Yeah. Does that ever happen to you? Um, happens to me all the time. Yeah, a little bit. Sometimes. It's not very good if you have to say, I'm only joking, because it means A people didn't find it funny and B, they didn't notice that you were joking. Yeah, that's a very, I think I feel like it's a very English thing that we have uh, this sarcasm and this this way of being um, cynical Yeah, that other countries don't necessarily understand all the time. Really? Yeah. Do do you really think that? Because we we will often talk uh, uh, for ages without really meaning what we're saying. We're just trying to be stupid and controversial Mm. and just saying ironic things without really meaning them. Yeah. Do other countries don't do that? I don't know. I don't think they do. I, I, it's, I, I always have this thing with Americans. Not that I do, but there's, it's, it's kind of a well-known thing that Americans have a difficult time understanding when we're joking or understanding our, mm. our thing. You know, when they'll take us, they'll take us seriously without understanding that we're just yeah. being. We're not being serious. We're not being. We're being either being. It's either with sarcasm or the kind of not serious. Like you'll say something really horrible. Yeah, and obviously you're you're obviously not thinking that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I, I've had experiences that like that. I remember once. Uh, at the university where I used to teach, there were staff from England, staff from Australia, staff from America. And I remember I was standing around with this Australian guy 
And oh, the be- they're the best Australians. I love their yeah. sense of humour. And I was with this Aust- Aussie guy who was really funny and this American girl who was like this kind of youngish student who was in France doing a, you know, like a, 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 a one-year placement or something like that. And she was a very earnest American girl and me and the Aussie guy were just talking shit and not really meaning anything we were saying and she just had no idea. She was just standing there like trying to keep up with us and she had no... She just, you know, what you want is someone to just join in the banter. Yeah. So I can't remember what it was we were talking about. Probably, you know, anything. Like we're just standing there trying to get coffee and just making fun of the coffee and just saying stuff in a deadpan way. Yeah. And she was like, she was looking at us like, do you mean what you're saying? Yeah, or not? we did that with um, with Addy, the first, like one of your, the first. Your wife. My wife, yeah. The fir- one of the first times, this is 10 years ago now, the first, one of the first times I introduced her to my mate Chris. Yeah. Who you met, tall ginger guy. Yeah. Um, who is very quiet, very serious, but is very funny as well. At one, at one stage, we were sat around the pub in England and he was like, I can't remember how the, how it came up in conversation, but basically he said to her, "Yeah, you need to be careful because um, because Paul can get quite violent sometimes." Mm. Completely serious, and you, like you could see her face drop. And I I was like, "All right, cool, I can see where this is going." Yeah. So I was just like, "Well, Chris, why I, I didn't you, you know why did you bring this up so early? Like, what were you talking about?" And she and then she started getting really worried, and, and Chris was like, "Yeah, yeah, like he used to beat the crap out of his old girlfriend, all this kind of stuff," and. I, <laughs> And I'm like, well, it, I mean, it wasn't all my fault, you know. And so we're going along with this conversation. Yeah. And then she she's told, she told me afterwards, because obviously at some stage we said, yeah, we're, we're only joking. And like she had a real sigh of relief because she told me that she thought like it was too good to be true. Like we met, we had Aww. a really cool thing. Like she was like, I was, she was looking for a fault that I had. And she was like, this is it. He's, he's a violent. He's he be- a violent psychopath yeah. who beats up his girlfriend. Exactly. And just so, one little detail. Yeah. And it was, that was a very, I mean, granted back then her English was a lot worse okay. than it is now. Like she was just learning English. She'd come over to, to learn English and do her degree. But now that she's, you know, I've introduced her to a lot of UK stand-up comedians. She gets that humor now. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. I don't know how we ended up talking about that. I don't that. know either. Just talking about how Amber went to pick up her oh, son. Oh, yeah, and you're explaining And jokes. I was going, oh, that's sad to have a son. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't mean it. Um, right, now, um, a while ago, I think it was probably about a year ago, we were upstairs in my old flat uh, doing the British citizenship test. Oh, the thing that I can't say, yeah, the British citizenship test. Yeah. Oh, I did it first time, you did yes. It. But you have to do that. You've got to really make an effort to say British citizenship. Yeah. You've really got to make an effort to do it. And I've still got some bits and pieces left over that we didn't cover right. um, in that episode. <laughs> so I don't remember which number it is, but it was, you know, 500 and something or 400 and something where... Yeah. Um, did you see that I did a I did a vlog? Uh, yeah, I, I saw that you vlogged about it, but I didn't see the yeah, full I did, vlog. Yeah, I did. Like, I, I took the test. I took the test again. Yeah. Uh, like, properly. Like, I know, like, you know, I'd know that I'd failed the first one. Yeah. And so I did it again. I failed it again. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. But it was all history. Yeah. All the history stuff I didn't get. If I'd have got one of the history ones correct, I'd have, I'd have passed. Like, I failed by two questions or whatever. Okay. Um, so, yeah, one of the things we said during the, while we were doing the citizenship test, we were kind of talking about how... Um, a lot of people don't agree with the format of the test because mm. there's lots of history in mm. there. And, you know, is this the, uh, you know, knowledge of British history? Is this what makes you part of British cultural life? Yeah. You, know, if, you know, is this the thing that you need to know, just the mm-hmm. history? Obviously, it's very good to know the history of the place where you're living. But is this the most important thing that makes you integrated into a, yeah. into a country? And lots of people disagree about it. And I thought that we could actually, first of all, uh, watch this little clip of Imran Yusuf. Do you know him? Yes. Oh, I think I know the clip. You know the clip. Is it where he's talking about the ethnicities on the? No. He's got a keynote presentation. No. Okay. No, it's not the ethnicities one. So this is okay. Imran Yusuf's British citizenship test. Okay. I like this comedian. Yeah, he's good. Do, um, he is. Uh, he's of Pakistani origin. Mm-hmm. So I did an episode recently about Paul Chowdhury. Oh yeah, um, I saw that. I haven't listened to it, but uh, did, yeah. what, did you play one of his? I played things? one of his live at the Apollo um, routines, uh, where he's talking about you scrounge a little slag. Yeah, <laughs> when, when are you going to move out? You scrounge a little slag. And take your kids with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also the, no. the the bit where he's going, you know, I think to break down racial barriers, I think we all need to put on, put the, on accent the accent the, yeah. the person we're talking to, and he's in the one, the, one butter chicken, one butter chicken. <laughs> um, do you want dick sauce or no dick sauce? <laughs> 
Sorry, mate. I like how deadpan. I, like, I really like his his his, his just delivery. His, yeah. Because oh, he, he's great. got a very deadpan voice. And yeah. then he'll go off into his different characters. Anyway, why did I mention Paul Chowdhury? Because you were well, talking about... Paul, it, Paul Chowdhury's Indian origin and yeah. a lot of his comedy is kind of along those racial lines. Yeah. And Imran Yusuf is kind of similar stories from a Pakistani background. So he's talking about ethnicity a lot in his shows and things like that. Mm. And in this one, his this routine is about his British citizenship test. Okay. So he's designed his own test. Let's just... Have a oh, look he's at, designed it. Okay, great. He's created it, and it's part of his stand-up routine. It's great. pretty good. So we're gonna we're gonna go through the this clip, and um, you're gonna I'm gonna pose you're gonna take Imran Yusuf's British citizenship okay. test here, and we'll talk about each question as they come. <laughs> okay, let's just watch the little intro, and we can maybe break it down after we've seen that. Yeah. But first up, it's. Oh, at, it's at the comedy store. At the comedy there store, we go. which is where we performed. Uh, yeah, just um, a few months um, ago. Two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've done up the stage and stuff. The state. Well, there was a period when the stage uh, looked like that, and they had special lighting there. Yeah. These days, it's just black with a yeah. comedy. But store when they logo. do it, when they do it, when they do a TV show, they always spruce it up. Yeah, it's 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 a great venue. Mm. Welcome. I've been hearing a lot about this British citizenship test. You might have heard about this on the news. So it got me kind of thinking. You know, the government needs to ask people to quantify themselves to be British citizens. They ask you questions like, what happened in 1066? Well, there's a question for you. What happened in 1066? <laughs> this, is, this is one of the questions on my vlog that I failed. Yeah, totally. Um, Battle of Hastings. Yes. And what, why is that significant? Because that was the last battle between France and England. Uh, no, not the last battle. The, the most recent one. No, not at all. Fuck. No, there were there were many other battles since then. I mean, the Battle of Waterloo was probably the last one. Oh, I think that was the answer. That's when we. Uh, we why was Hastings important? No idea. It was basically the the, the Norman invasion of England. Okay. And, and this is this is pretty. Imp- you should know that one really, because then after that, like we had a French royal family for a couple of hundred years, okay. and they a lot of people. And that's when French was like almost the official language. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so you know that. 300 you know years. That stuff. Yeah, more or less. Anyway, all right. They themselves to be British citizens. They ask you questions like, what happened in 1066? Is, is the joke going to be, it's a beer? <laughs> it's not. It's no. not. You might have heard about this on the news. So it got me kind of thinking. You know, the government needs to ask people to quantify themselves to be British citizens. They ask you questions like, what happened in 1066? <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> So everyone's like, you know, desperate rushing to yeah. give the answer. And he's like, all right, chill out. <laughs> Battle of Hastings, you're correct, okay? But that's the kind of questions I ask you. And just so you know the answer to that, doesn't mean that you're quintessentially part of the cultural fabric in this country. It just means that you know something about history. Mm. Okay. Just because you know the answer yeah. doesn't mean you're quintessentially part of the social fabric. You just know something about history, yeah. okay? Uh, which I think is probably true. It's like more to being integrated into the UK. Yeah, well, I mean, you can learn history. You can, I mean, if you if if you look up a history book for Nigeria or Ecuador, just because you know the date of what whatever war doesn't mean you're Ecuadorian all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's obviously it's we're not saying that it's bad to know things. No, of course, it's not. It's always good to. It's know It's great things. to know all of these things, but it doesn't make you more English than somebody who doesn't know it. Maybe a slightly more. But it's not necessarily the most important factor in, in making people integrated. Anyway, let's, let's yeah. this is this is why he's come up with his own test. Go on. So it got me thinking, and you know what? I thought that maybe I should come up with my own British citizenship test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you best be afraid. <laughs> so you got it right, so I'm not gonna pick with you. You're right, fella. What's your name? Oscar, nice to meet you, Oscar. Obviously, he's choosing someone in the audience who is going to be his test subject. Mm-hmm. You all right? You're a British citizen? Yeah, you proud to be a British citizen? Yeah, would you be so kind to take part in my British citizenship test? Yeah, round of applause there for Oscar who's going to take part in the test. <laughs> okay, so Oscar, Oscar is some unwitting English lad who's going to be taking this test. <laughs> and notice the accent there, folks. British citizenship. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about posh stuff with Amber in the previous episode. Yeah. Uh, um, Imran Yusuf. I'm saying the previous episode. I don't know if this. Yeah, will be, it probably will, it will be, be the previous okay. episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's clearly not posh. Yeah, accent. London. Yeah, somewhere in London. Yeah. British citizenship test. Yeah. Okay. So here he is. He comes out with these cards. He's got these sort of A3 size cards, 
uh, which are going to be the, the, the question I have cards. seen this, but I've forgotten it. I've, okay. I saw it ages ago when it, when it, was, when it came out. Now, it? it's important, listeners, that, the, that you understand what, visually what's going on here. And I'm going to pause the video and I'll explain what they can't see. And what you can see. Okay. Uh, that's going to be yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this costs 20 quid to laminate, you better laugh. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? He said it costs 20 quid to laminate, 20 pounds to laminate, so you better laugh. It's basically a binder, a book binder that's made out of laminated uh, paper that's probably A3. Mm-hmm. I think it's A3 sized paper yeah. who's just laminated and made it into a book with a spiral. Laminated? Laminated, plastified. Covered in plastic. Covered in plastic. Yeah, if you're serious about having a piece of paper and you want to keep it, you laminate it, right? Yeah. You have it laminated. You just cover it in like a plastic. Exactly. Put it through a laminating machine. Uh-huh. So he's had his British citizenship test uh, booklet laminated. So yeah, it's cost 20 quid to laminate. You better laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, young Oscar, I'm going to show you some words, right? Don't worry, they're all in English. <laughs> and all you've got to do, Oscar, is say them in the correct British way, right? Now, if you say them correctly, everyone's going to give you a cheer. If you say them incorrectly, everyone's going to boo you. Is that fair? Yeah. And make sure you boo. I've seen this break, people. It's hilarious. So if you win, you, the audience will cheer. If he gets it wrong, they're going to boo. What does that sound like, boo? Boo. Yeah, and he's saying, I've seen this break, people. It's hilarious. Um, okay. And they're all words. <laughs> you, you've got to say them correctly. Right. Okay, remember, Oscar, it's all down to the pronunciation, yeah? Not the pronunciation, yeah? The pronunciation. Do you notice that? Yeah, not the pronunciation. Is that how Americans say it? No, it's just how a lot of sort of so-called uneducated people say pronunciation. Yeah, pronunciation. It's actually Even though pro- it's spelt pronunciation. It's spelt pronunciation. And the verb is to, to pronounce... pronounce but the noun is spelt pronunciation. Idiots. So you can totally understand why someone would say pronunciation. Yeah, I like it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. It's logical, yeah, considering the other words are pronounced like that. But no, it's pronunciation. And <laughs> the English language. And certain, what's, let's say... The English language! Some snooty people would look down their nose and go, actually, it's pronunciation, not pronunciation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's uh, loads of examples. I've forgotten them all, but there's loads of examples where it should be pronounced in a certain way and it's just not. And you're just like, yeah. well, why does that? What? And if you get it wrong, then you'll be judged. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so you get the pronunciation yeah. right. Not the pronunciation, the pronunciation. Okay. Nobody help him with this. It's the first one he's got to get right. It's the first word Oscar's saying the correct oh, British God. Okay. okay. So the first word has been revealed and it's spelt like this. Okay. Listeners, ready? A D V E R T. A-D-V-E-R-T-I-S-E-M-E-N-T. It's something you would see maybe on the television or on a billboard in order to promote uh, a product, right? A-D-V-E-R-T-I-S-E-M-E-N-T. How do you pronounce that, Paul? Well, it's the debate between... Well, it's the debate. There probably isn't a debate. But because I am being put on the spot, it's either advertisement or advertisement. Okay. Which one is it? I'm going to say advertisement. Let's see. All down to the pronunciation, yeah? Not the pronunciation, yeah? The pronunciation. That is the word, Oscar. Say it! Advertisement. Advertisement. <laughs> it's advertisement. Okay. A lot of people make that mistake. We see this word and we think it's pronounced advertisement. That's incorrect. The correct British way is, in fact, advertisement. So you got one wrong, you'll get the rest right if you want to stay in the country now, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> What was that line he said? About? He goes, you got one wrong, you got, got, got to get the rest right if you want to stay in the country, son. Okay. Which is quite funny considering it's, he's like this, you know, from an immigrant background. Yeah. And, you know, well, so. Uh, so, all right, I got it right. I'm happy with you that. You got it right. Yeah. Advertisement, folks, not advertisement. Although you might hear that in the States. Advertisement. Advertisement. Yeah. But advertisement is what we say. Okay. So you're okay. I'm doing all right. Next, uh, next question. <laughs> oh my God, the irony. <laughs> The irony. Because he's, he's from, uh, he's from Pakistan, a Pakistani background. He's from Pakistani background, t- talking about sending other people uh, home or whatever. Okay. <laughs> he's clearly enjoying, yeah. enjoying doing this very much, which you can understand. <laughs> There's some people not laughing, I know. Right. Here's the next one. You got one wrong, you got two more to go, okay? This is friends looking real serious now, so I'll help you, mate. I'll help you. <laughs> I'm going to Google it on my smartphone. 
His next word. I like I how say- I'll Google it on my smartphone was a joke that was. Yeah. When was this published? 2014. Yeah, but I reckon that that's probably it's, it's from about 2009 or 10 or yeah, something yeah, when yeah. smartphones just started coming when, out. When it was for, it was possible to Google something on your smartphone. Yeah. And saying I'll Google it on my smartphone was a hilarious thing to say. Yeah. Well, and also because not that many people, it was probably a phrase that that people who had money were able to say like right. oh, I'll Google it on my smartphone yeah anyway. yeah yeah alright okay here comes the next the word uh, wait a minute don't, yeah. don't say it yet so this folks this this is this word is spelled S-C-H E-D-U-L-E S-C-H E-D-U-L-E and it's like a timetable yeah Right. How do you, uh, I, I know how you say it in, in British English because I've had this discussion with many people. I, I, I still pronounce it schedule because mm-hmm. I don't know, it, maybe I was used to working at Apple with Americans, yeah. but it, the, the British way is schedule. That's right. So technically... I think, I think we might have had this discussion on your podcast and you gave me shit for... No. For, yeah, I think so. I wouldn't have given you shit Listeners, for Listeners, uh, if you can find the time when Luke made fun of me for saying schedule on the podcast, leave, uh, leave it in the comments. I, yeah. I think... I think it was you. I don't think that that happened, but maybe any any excuse. To it just... might have been Amber on the podcast when the three of us were there, right. but uh, maybe. I'm pretty sure that we've come. Yeah. Anyway, go. So, you so act- I've learned my lesson now. So you know that most Brits would say schedule, or the let's say um, uh, the consensus seems to be that schedule is the way it's said. So, like for example, my parents, if I said schedule, they'd be like, "It's schedule, not schedule." Yeah. You know, like. So that's which is cons- weird because you know you'd say you wouldn't say a scheme, you'd say a scheme, scheme, and you don't say a shul, you say a school. Yeah. In fact, pretty much every word that begins with s c h in English is it's pronounced sk, except schedule. So again, logic is on your side. Yeah. Uh, and so it's probably why be- I pronounce it schedule because you're a very logical man. Yeah. What I like is the French word for schedule is planning, which sounds like an English word. The planning. Yeah. Which actually makes sense it as well. It makes more sense. But it doesn't exist schedule. in English, yeah. The um, planning. All right, go. So, all right, let's, let's go. It's all down to the pronunciation. Not the How p- is Oscar going to say this? Pronunciation, yeah, the pronunciation. That is the word, Oscar. Say it. Schedule. Schedule, correct. Round of applause. <laughs> you may have to help you. You almost kissed you on the lips as he said it. We watch a lot of American TV and we often hear this word pronounced as schedule. That's incorrect. The correct British way is, in fact, schedule. So he's got one wrong, he's got one right, he's doing well so far. Now, I appreciate that there's some people at the back here who might not be able to see this correctly, so you'll just have to buy my DVD. <laughs> <laughs> some people won't be able to see the, the cards, so you'll just have to buy my DVD. This is business, mm. Business is business, he says in a slightly kind of stereotypical, I guess, Pakistani way, like a Pakistani trader in a market or something. Business yeah. is business. Here's <laughs> a final one that Oscar say correctly in the correct British way, okay? Nobody help him with this. It's the final one. It's all down to the pronunciation, not the pronunciation yet. <laughs> okay, so that this word is, is spelled S O C E R. It's the name of the most popular sport in the world that was arguably. Invented in in England, we like to think so. Anyway, S O C E R. Yeah. So the 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 yeah, you, this is a comedy show. So I'm I'm anticipating what's going to happen. Yes. Obviously, the correct pronunciation is soccer because there's only one way to pronounce it. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's what Oscar's going to say. He's going to go soccer, and Imran is going to go. It's football. All right. Let's see. This is the word, Oscar. Say it. Soccer. Soccer. Now we call it football. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we call it football. Get out! Yeah, yeah, that's like the the biggest. Uh, the, it's it, it, if you talk, if you think about Americans and English people, often the, the the always the things that come up in terms of difference of languages is the famous phrase "you say tomato, I say tomato," so yeah. tomato, tomato. Yeah. But the other one is soccer and football, where if English people are like, "Yeah, but you use your foot and you're touching a ball, so that's why we call it football." Yeah. you know, and so we try and be condescending yes, uh, exactly. to Americans yeah. that way. Um, so they call it soccer because their version of football, they throw it. Um, yeah. And the other one that comes up is uh, trousers and pants, right. which is always the thing where people are like, oh, in England, we say pants um, for underwear and trousers for the outerwear. Yeah. Uh, but in America, they call them pants for the outerwear and underwear for the underwear. With which, hilarious consequences. Yeah, exactly. Like there was an interview uh, with somebody in the UK interviewing Johnny Depp. Um, at some stage, I don't know if you've seen the clip, but the interviewer asks Johnny Depp, 
I don't know in what context, but it's like how how often do you go without washing your pants? Which for English people means how long do you go? How long do you wear your underwear without washing them? Yeah. And he says about four weeks or a month. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's understood trousers, trousers, yeah. which you know is still a bit weird. If, but if you're Johnny Depp and you're kind of a rock and roll kind of person, you might go four weeks without washing your trousers. Yeah. Anyway, so that's like oh hilarious trousers pants. Ha 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 ha. ha what fun we had. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, but do you know soccer? It's actually an English word. Did, you, did you know that? Do you know what it means? We used to say soccer. Do we? Yeah, we used no, to. No, what does it mean? Soccer is short for association football. Oh. Because right? there were different types of football back in the day. Right. There was association football, which basically means association rules football. Right. Which is the football that we know and love today, the, the one that you play with your feet. Yeah. Or your brother plays with his feet. Yeah. Um, and then there was other types of football, like rugby football. Yeah, that's why there's a. I never understood that. Like, um, like RFC, whatever the club is, rugby football club. Yeah, like there's a, a bunch of rugby clubs called RFC, which is called the rugby football FC, club. FC meaning football club. Yeah, because rug- like Arsenal FC, but there's a. I can't remember what it is. There's one called oh, something RFC. Mm. There, it's a rugby club, but it's it, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, it, 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 there was a time when we used to call it association rules football and rugby football because rugby was a game a version of football that was played at rugby university right and also there was gridiron football which is american football right which is played on a gridiron which is basically a a pitch with lines down it. yeah yeah okay because you've got to make progress along the pitch the gridiron football and gridiron football is just in america it's just football Uh and uh for us football is association football and rugby is rugby rules football, mm-hmm. you see? So actually, association rules... Association, because association is spelt with the two S, the yeah, S and the o. Two Cs. And so that's where we get soccer, soccer. from. So when Brits say to Americans, eh, it's not soccer, it's football. Uh, and when they talk about soccer being an American thing, it's not. It's, we came up with the word soccer. Right. And we used to use it. So... Mm. There we go. Um, Didn't know that. Yeah. Is there any more to this video? Right. Round of applause for Oscar for taking part in the British citizenship shit test. British British citizenship well done, well test. Done, well done. I think that's probably that's probably enough. Uh, but what I do have as well here is a bit more on the citizenship test. I've got a a, a citizenship test from the Daily Telegraph's website. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's get stuck into that. And I think there are just this is um, they published this when Meghan Markle was going to become a Brit when she was due to marry Harry. Obviously, she's now married Harry. (laughs) She's married Harried. She's married Harry. She's married Harry. Yeah, and but the Daily Telegraph, which is a sort of a conservative-ish newspaper, published their own citizenship test. And which they basically their their thoughts were. This is what you really need to know to be yeah. a proper Brit. Okay? Uh, it's funny because it's, it's talking about the pronunciation of it. So at the beginning, so my stereo trip series where we go to different countries. Each, I'm like, oh, welcome to the country. I make fun of like I do a stereotypical like what the country sounds like, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, cool. I asked you guys on social media what the stereotypes were. Yeah. And so at the beginning of the English episode, the the kind of angle was. I'm going back to England because I recently took a British citizenship test and I failed it. So I forgot how to be English. And so that's why I asked you on social media for our stereotypes. And then we do the documentary. And even like I couldn't say I kept on fluffing the line. So we kept it in the the outtakes, like in the intro. This is like a few bloopers of you trying to say British citizenship Yeah, but it's going to be part of the documentary, which is funny. Um, So let me me get it on here. Results. Oh, fuck! I failed the test. 
means I have to take this British passport and fucking rip it up. Clearly, I don't know my country as well as I thought, so I asked you on social media to help me out with this. There you go. Okay, when when can we see that video? Uh, that one will... Uh, so it comes out on TV on the 29th of April. Uh, so it'll be on YouTube the following uh, Saturday. Okay. Um, and and the your episode of um, a Stereo Trip about England yeah. that features yours truly... Mr. Luke Thompson. I'm in there. Uh, that's going to be up on YouTube, what, at the end of this month? It'll be... Uh, no, so at the end, it's... it's no, no, uh, no, 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 that'll be... Uh, the same, it's the same one. Same story. It's the same, uh, so the, probably the 4th of May. 4th of May? On YouTube, yeah. Okay, right. Because it broadcasts on the 29th of April, so then we put it on the Saturday. It might be a little bit earlier, but yeah, end, end of April, beginning of May. I'll share it, I'll talk about yeah, it on the yeah. podcast, so you'll be able to, to see it, folks. Yes. So let's let's do this uh, daily, yeah. daily Telegraph right. uh, citizenship test. Am I allowed to look at the screen or not? You're going to... Uh, no. No. Okay, cool. All right, so question number one. Yes. And there are eight questions here. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Listeners, I want you to take part in this too. This all right? is now my fourth British citizenship let's test. Let's see if you can pass this. Citizenship test, yeah. Question number one. If someone tells you that they are having a knees up, what are they doing? Well, we're just having a bit of a knees up down the pub, Paul. Go on, Come what, down the pub, we're going to have a knees up. Is there a, is there a multiple choice? Could or, be a Danny Dyer sort of situation. Yeah. Come on, Paul. Come down the pub. We're going to go out, we're gonna have a, go out and have a knees up down the pub. Uh, there's no multiple choice. You just have to tell me what you need, what you know about that. I can't believe you don't know this. Yeah, I should, I should knees know. Knees up, I, Mother I, Brown. Knees up, Mother Brown. You'll gather around the piano and have a, have a knees up. Have a few drinks. Just have a few drinks. It's, it's have a party, have a have oh, a okay. dance and a party. All right. It's a Cockney party yeah, where okay. they play songs. Where they dance with their knees and up. And dance and, yeah, I guess so. Um, All right, fail. So uh, the answer from the Telegraph is this. No need to reach for your yoga mat, Megan. So it's not that kind of knees up. In British, uh, in, in Brit speak, this means that someone is having a party, otherwise known as a bash not to be confused with a night on the tiles, which means going out. So having a knees up just means having a party. Okay. All right. Oh my God. It's a bad start. Come on, Paul. It's a bad start. Who are you? Who are you? Question two. Who are you? What happens at the end of a British wedding? So essentially, what's the last <laughs> stage of a British wedding? There are various stages. What's the basically the last part of a British wedding? People throw up. Before that. Uh, so yeah that's true people vomit and get in taxis uh, um, but, but well, what happens before that uh, alright I'll give you another clue yeah um, so you've got the ceremony the, yeah. the couple get married then they go off to the, the reception speeches. there's the speeches there's the dinner yeah dancing dancing okay that's, that's the answer isn't that the same as every wedding I've, yep. been, I've been to an American wedding a French wedding they're all the same. They all done. Yeah, that dance. that is definitely possible. Mm. That it's the same in every country. Stupid and this question. Is, and this is the the Daily Telegraph just going. Oh, you know, in Britain we all just dance, don't we? At the end of a wedding. Well, so does everyone else. <laughs> yeah. it's not unique to it Idiots. to you. And they've said a cheesy song will come on. Yeah. So if if you're marrying a British man surrounded by his relatives and friends, this is the stuff you really need to know. Which is basically, it's pretty much the same yeah, as every other. Yeah, some 80s song. Cheesy song will come on, usually Don't Stop Me Now by Queen, <laughs> which is your cue to put down your plate of cheese from the buffet and head to the dance floor. Here, you'll be expected to dance alongside a drunken uncle and a toddler, that's a small child, in the most uncoordinated and delirious way possible. Yeah. And a note, Queen have nothing to do with the actual Queen. <laughs> okay, great question there from the Daily Telegraph. Not a great question. Moving on. Number three. Oh, I wonder if you're going to get this. Question three. What does a white coat signify? A lady wearing a white coat. For example, the one that Meghan wore in her engagement photographs. Um, what, what does, if, a, if a woman I, I, is going out to a thing and she wears a white coat, what does that mean? That she's single, she's a virgin, she's... <laughs> Know, As if it would mean she was a virgin. Like, hello everyone, I'm a virgin. You can tell because I'm wearing a white coat, whereas my know. friend is wearing a red coat. I'll single, let you guess what that means. Single, I don't know that she's a... Uh, well, I, I wasn't really aware of this I either. Like a, yeah, I don't know. Apparently it means you're posh. 
What? Yeah. Bollocks. According to the Daily Telegraph, it says the only the poshest women dare to wear a blank canvas, meaning a white coat, in in puddle-strewn Britain, in Britain where there are loads yeah. of puddles of water and stuff, presumably because they're the only ones who can afford to buy a new one. To buy a new it. one, if someone spells <laughs> spills red wine all over it. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, posh women wear white coats because they can afford okay. the cleaning. Bills and this stuff. is the, tele- the Daily Telegraph Daily Telegraph citizenship test. Probably read by the sort of, you know, Tory voters. It's, you know. Question four. What does no coat signify? If you, go, <laughs> if you go out and you're not wearing a coat, what does that mean? That you're a slag and you're going, you're gonna, you can't afford the, the coat check at the, at the nightclub. Mm, that's not exactly it. Which part of the country do you come from if you go out without the a north. coat? In the north, yes. Uh, correct. So it means that you're northern. It's scientifically proven f- that northern British women don't feel the cold. Mm. It's something to do with the fact that they grew up with so much cold that they somehow became immune to it. So it's best to ditch that jacket when you appear for your first official engagement in Nottingham on Friday. Nottingham? That's not really in the north. That's the Midlands. Fucking the Daily Telegraph. Mm. Obviously from London. Oh yeah, Nottingham, that's in the north, isn't it? It's not, it's in the Midlands. <laughs> All right. Um, but the, the stereotype is, if you're from Newcastle... Fine, why, eh, man? What, are you wearing a coat for, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, Just buy two jumpers for I think, the same price? I think um, I heard some joke from a comedian once. It was like, you know, I got arrested in Newcastle. I was found in possession of a coat or some <laughs> shit like that. Question number five. This is a shit test. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah Go on. Yeah. Question five. What is a greasy spoon? Oh, that's uh, just a, like a cafe uh, where you can have a, an English breakfast. You can have a cup of tea, like a proper builder's cup of tea. It's where builders go at lunchtime to just have a quick thing to eat. Uh, pie and mash, maybe. It's just a, a rundown cafe what does it look like what are the seats and tables look the, like the seats are usually i think plastic uh the tables are a bit of wood they've got like um t- some sort of like weird cross criss crisscross tiling yeah um there's a counter uh there's normally a, a, a an old blonde haired uh 70 year old woman who's running the place all right love what, all right. Do you want, can i get you a cup of tea Would you right, milk too? what can i get for you darling what can I get for you, darling? Do you, know, do you want fish and chips, do you? <laughs> you want a full English? One fish and chips for the uh, for this young fella. Oi, Robert, can I get one fish and chips, please? Lots of salt and vinegar. Or can I get a chips? Can I get, can I get a chips, please? A chips, where a plural word can become a singular word. Yeah. Can I get a chips and a, a, a chicken nuggets? Greasy spoon. It's greasy spoon because your spoon ends up greasy. I suppose so. You're absolutely right. It's not the not something you need to put in the dishwasher. Because <laughs> the Telegraph readers have got dishwashers. Yeah. Rather <laughs> this. Rather a greasy spoon is a calf, short for a cafe or cafeteria. And one can be found on every non-hipster British high street. What are you talking about? It's on every hipster British yeah, high hipsters, street. Yeah, hipsters love greasy spoon cafes. What are you cafes. talking about? You go down Shoreditch. Talking bollocks. <laughs> In a greasy spoon, you can buy local cuisine such as baked beans and scrambled eggs with a mug of builder's tea. tea. go. All right, then. Question six. Who or what are national treasures? What's a national treasure, or who are it's some a, per, of- a TV personality or a celebrity who's uh, contributed a lot to British culture through their work on TV? It's usually TV, like it's, it's normally well, it can be singers as well. You could maybe say that David Beckham's a national treasure because he contributed to you know English culture and through you know his football. You could say. Uh, that Bruce Forsyth was a national treasure TV yeah. presenter. Yeah. Uh, musicians, you could say the Beatles are national treasures. Yeah. So it's the arts, basically. People, like public figures who are beloved by the, the, the nation and um, they are, yeah, like assets that we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the crown jewels are national treasures, literally. Yeah. Like the Queen's crown and her jewels, those are literally yeah. national treasures. But yeah, certain public figures, and they give the examples of Judy Dench, the Judy actress. Dench, yeah. There Stephen Fry is a national treasure, yeah. and, you know, Paul McCartney, yeah. national treasure as well. Um, and the Queen, of, of course. But uh, these, these are all national treasures, as they're described. Okay, and you got that one right as well. Right. Question seven, where is the... T- 
TV show EastEnders set? Where is where is EastEnders set? It's set in Albert Square, yeah, uh, which is a fake uh, square which is supposed to be in the East End of London. Do you know? Um, do you know what part of East London it's supposed to be? Do you know the name of the area? Um, Begins with a W. Wolf Wolford. Wolford, that's it. Wolford. EastEnders is set in the fictional East London borough of Wolford, the demographic composition of which would look nothing like it does on TV if it really did exist. Yeah. But what they mean by that? Well, it's because it's because EastEnders is mainly full of white people yeah. who would go to a greasy spoon and be like, oh, mate, do you know what I mean? Oh, Trevor. Danny Except, Dyer, basically. Exactly. Whereas the real East End of London is uh, more, uh, the, the, the population there is more immigrants. It's uh, really diverse. Yeah. I used to live in a, in a, in a place called Mile End. Yeah, I know. Which I used to do a joke. Uh, my, one of my first jokes on stage in London when I started was like, I live uh, in the East End of London in Mile End. If you don't know where that is, it's um, just in between Poland and India. <laughs> Um, because a couple of a hundred meters uh, down the road in Whitechapel was a, is a very heavily India uh, community, community and to the west in Stratford was where all the Polish people who built uh, most of London, most of, <laughs> most of uh, um, uh, the Olympic modern village London, or? yeah, the Olympic Village, all the new buildings in London, all built by Polish people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the joke. So yeah, the, the 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 mix of people would be completely different. Okay, but they're still sticking to like, are oh, the East End like, like films like Snatch or Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels? That's what they they want to keep the image of East London being like. Oh, it's just white people who haven't got much hair, who've got you know, who've got fat bellies, and they because they hang out at the pub, and they're, yeah. it's just not what the East End of London's that like doesn't anymore. Look like that anymore? Does it's it? It's either full of it's either uh, it's either Indians, Pakistanis, Eastern Europeans, or hipsters. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So nothing like East Enders. So East Enders no. is like some sort of. Um, uh, when it started, it was probably quite true. When, when it started, and when the mid eighties, mid eighties, it would have probably been not too, to, to, not too dissimilar to that. But now it's it's completely it's different. changed, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. All uh, right. Okay. Well, and final question. I like how they didn't talk about Coronation Street because it's a Telegraph based in London. Telegraph was, London, you nobody know. Nobody watches Coronation Coro- Street. What? Coronation what? Coronation areas. Emmerdale. All they probably Ballycus Angel. Coronation Street. It's just northern, isn't it? No mm-hmm. one really watches it, do they? Mm-hmm. Question eight. When does the last tube train depart? When does the last London un- underground train Well, they got leave? the night tube now, don't they? So some of the lines go 24 hours. However... On a normal day. On a normal like day. On a Thursday evening, if there's uh, no night tube. What, what's, when's the last tube home? I want to say it's about midnight, between midnight and uh, between 12 and half 12. Can you be sure? Can I be sure? Can you be sure for exactly when, it's, when the last tube train is? Uh... You just like, up on you know, we need to know when to leave the the, the club. Yeah, or is, the it, bar. is it is the answer like no one knows? It's a mystery. Yeah, the answer uh, is no one knows. Well, you just go on a TFL app and it will tell you. Yeah. Decades. Well, according to them, it says no one ever knows. Yeah. Demo- it's, a, it's a stupid test. Demonstrating that you do it's know a, will only test. mark you out as a foreigner. Yeah, that's like the that's like the the Twitter account uh, only British problems or whatever it's called. Very right. very British very problems. British problems. You know, which they're not actual British problems. This isn't actually a, a, a real questions, but I get it. They're Fair. trying to they're trying they're trying to be humorous. Yes, it, that would be a better test if it was on Lad Bible. I, I imagine it would be funny. Um, if it was on the Lad Bible, yeah, because yeah, they're trying probably. to be they're trying to be funny, but they're failing at it. Right, right, okay. Um, let's have a look at, uh, should we have a look at very British problems on, on, uh, Twitter? Twitter. So let's see if these problems are uniquely British problems or if they're just problems anyone would have. So very British problem. The best meal in the world? Sandwiches. <laughs> yep. It's quite British, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's quite a British thing, yeah. Honest office answer. So an answer to a question in an office situation. Ooh, your lunch smells nice. What is it? <laughs> the honest... <laughs> So you're sitting down yeah, at lunchtime. Yeah, that actually means your food fucking stinks. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's but someone, you're sat down, you've just got your lunch, you sat down in the office during your lunch break, and the person next to you goes, oh, that sounds ni- that smells nice, what is it? Mm. And, and what's your honest, honest answer to that question? You just want to eat your lunch. Uh, what would be my honest answer? It's like answer? the person is starting a conversation with you, yeah, and it's yeah. like, I don't want to have a freaking conversation. Oh, it's just some homemade stuff. Well, according to them, the answer is, please leave me alone. Oh, okay. Honest. Oh, if you were honest, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, get, I get the point. Yeah. Honest yeah, answer, sorry. yeah. Um, because apparently, you know, we don't like talking to people 
basically. Oh, I, I was taking I was taking that question more of the like the thing that we did in Stereotrip, which was here's what somebody's asking, but here's what they actually mean. Yeah. If because if somebody asking, oh, it smells really nice. Where's that from? What we actually mean by that is your food really stinks horribly. Like, yeah. Why are you eating it in a closed space? Yeah, which is like heavily <laughs> hinting you shouldn't be eating that <laughs> yeah, food exactly. here. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see other other British uh, problems. So, a British person unable to stand upright due to the wind mm. and the leaves and sticks smashing into their head with <laughs> eyebrows blown clean from their face. So the wind is so strong that it's blowing your eyebrows off, yeah. and your eyes are watering with tears. Quickly whipped by the wind. Uh, what what? can no British person in that situation avoid saying? So what will every British person say when they're in like the incredibly powerful wind? Uh, what would they say? The weather's quite nice out. They'd say, oh, a bit windy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true. Yeah. Oh, it's a bit windy. Oh, it's a bit windy today. Understatement, yeah. basically. Here's another one. A British person. Now, is this just British people or is this everyone? A person staring out of a rain-soaked window, so the window's covered in rain, observing the rain and all the rain-soaked things that it falls on, is unable to resist making, even to people freshly wet from being in the rain, this observation. So the Brit looks out the window, the window's all wet, the floor is wet, everything's wet, it's raining, raining, raining. A person has just come in soaking wet, and what is it that the, the Brit has to say to that person? Something like that. Uh, how's the weather? Well, oh, still, uh, still raining then. <laughs> Apparently is the one. Still raining. Um, one more. Um, let's have another one. Um, okay. Questions that British people love to ask. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I wonder if this is just Brits or if this is everyone. So this is the questions that British people love to ask. Go on the telephone. Oh, is it is it raining where you are? <laughs> yeah, that's quite a good one, isn't yeah. it? Is it raining where what's you the, are? Yeah. What's the weather like where you are? Because it could be raining in one part of London and not raining in another part, yeah. or it could be raining in one part of the country. That sounds and not like my grandparents. Like all my grandparents. Oh, what's yeah. the weather like in Paris? Right. Oh, is it raining where you are? Should we just do it another time? <laughs> yeah. The question we love to ask. Yeah. Should we just do it another should time? We, should we just do it another time? Which is like, oh, I can't be bothered to do it. Yeah. Let's just do it another time. How's that dog of yours? <laughs> really? Random. Um, here's another one. Who are you flying with? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who are yeah. you flying with? Yeah. What's, that, what's the conversation there? I don't know. It's like, oh, 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 what are you doing? Anything for your holidays? Oh, yeah, we're going to go to Malaga. Uh, oh, who, right, are you who are you flying, flying with? with? Oh. oh, it's EasyJet. Where do you book that? Okay. Uh, here's another one. Simply this. Tea. <laughs> do you want a cup of tea? Uh, good drive. Good drive, meaning was the drive here okay? Yeah. Are you ha- oh, are, are you having one? Which is like, do you want a cup of tea? Oh, are, uh, you, ha- are you having yeah. one? Yeah, all right, I'll have one then. Is it a bank holiday tomorrow? <laughs> It's quite a good one because, like, you know, sometimes we don't know. uh, So, did you have a good night in the end? Which is, you would say that when you met someone in the evening, maybe at nine or ten o'clock, and you had a drink with them. And then they were like, oh, I'm going off to another night. And and you say, what are you doing? And they say, we're going to go to a club. And you say, I'm just going to go home. I've got work in the morning. And then you see them a couple of days later. And you say, so, did you have a good night in the end? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're very good at small talk. And finally, another question we love to ask is this. Um, does it come with chips? Because <laughs> apparently we like to have chips with everything we eat. There yeah. you go, folks. Um, they're, well, they're some of the questions you need to ask if you want to be British. That's right. And some of, some of my listeners are on a mission to be British. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, slowly Just apologise all the time. Just say sorry. Yeah, sorry for, for, for everything. For everything. Like sorry you, and after you. That's right. In the British citizenship test... Struggle to say that. Yeah, um, there should be an option. Like, it should, if it's multiple choice, if it's like you know, what happened in 1066? Was it a the Battle of Waterloo? B the Battle of Hastings? Uh, C just another battle? Or was it D? Sorry, it should, just everyone should just tick sorry. It's like congratulations, you are now British. Sorry, you're now British. Yeah, that's the that's the that that'd be the real test. Just like sorry, I'm yeah, so, oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks, Paul, for taking part. Yeah. But, um, uh, and, and failing again. 
Yeah. <laughs> we should take, we should do a, another country's citizenship test for a laugh. Like the US citizenship test. Like, you know, quite, you know. Do they have one? I, I don't know if they do, but I'm sure someone's made one. Hold on a minute. I'm going to have a little look. See if I can quickly bring one up. Yeah. So this is from the WashingtonTimes.com. Go on, Em. US citizenship, could you pass? All right. All right. It's going to be tough. We're not going to get these right at like the adverts. So 24 questions. We'll just do a few. Who is in charge of the executive branch of the US government? (laughs) I think I know. Are they looking for a person or a title? Uh, It's either the president, the chief justice, the Uh. speaker of the house or the majority whip. Say that. Say what was the question? Who's in charge of the executive branch? I said the president. No? You got yeah. You got the executive branch. You have got the legislative branch, and frick, what's the other one? There's a third Not, branch. Uh, I don't know. Um, mm, legislative, executive, and judicial. I think uh, maybe which is not legislative. It maybe is legal, also legislative. Yeah. I think it's the president. Go on. Yes. Bow. Correct Next. answer. How many U.S. senators are there? Fifty, a hundred, two hundred, four hundred thirty-five. It's got to be four hundred thirty-five. Maybe it's a big country. So not one senator per state. It's not not per state. No, there are electoral colleges or something, right? Senator for Hawaii. I don't know. Senator for California. What maybe, was what maybe was Arnold Schwarzenegger? Right. Maybe you're right. It is per state, isn't it? He was the governor of oh, California. Oh, governor. Mm, but but this, maybe he's a governor and a state. I don't know. Mm. You, 435 makes it sound like that's the right answer just because it's so random. I, I reckon that like Texas is too big to have just one senator. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to say 434. Go on. No, it's 100. Ah. Okay. Which uh, We elect a president for how many years? What's the term for a president? It's four. Four. Yeah, it is. Good. Next. Uh, I got that wrong on the British test. You, you did? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was four. I put four. It's five, it's five. Five, isn't it? If the president can, can no longer serve, who becomes president? Vice president. Uh, yeah, it's the vice president. Yeah, we know that's correct as well. We've got... F- what, We're doing all right. Four out of We're five. We're doing all right. right. Who vetoes bills? Who can veto a bill? Oof. So when the House of Representatives par- uh, makes a bill, yeah. which, who can veto it? Is it, the, is it Congress? Is it the vice president? Is it the president? Or is it senators? I've got no idea. It's got to be Congress. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to say Congress. Vetoed yeah. by Congress. Yeah. No, it's the president. Damn. Uh-huh. Four out of six. What are two what are the two major political parties in the United States? The Republicans and the Democrats. Yes, absolutely. Okay. We're gonna go up to ten. Is this all many... political? Fuck, it's are they not got any normal this is, shit? This is all they care about, apparently. Um so how old do citizens have to be to vote for the president? Eighteen, I reckon. Eighteen? What's the, can, what are the dates? Uh, well, ages. Yeah, uh, sorry. 16, 18, 21, 25. Uh, 18. You can drive at 16. You can drink at 21. I yeah. think you can vote at 18. Yeah. Yep. Um, when was the Declaration of Independence adopted? What's the dates? July the 4th, 1776. January the 1st, 1800, December the 7th, 1941, or May 25th. July the 4th. Of course it's July the 4th. Well, no, that was Independence. I don't know if that was... Yeah, it's Independence Day. That's when the Declaration of Independence... Oh, Declaration was... of Independence, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's July the 4th, uh, 1776. 1776. Who is the first president? Is it Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin? George Washington. Go on. Is the correct answer. Okay. Uh, what ocean is on the west coast oh, of the United on, States? The Pacific. Easy. Flipping heck. There we go. Some of the easy questions. Uh, what's going on? What happened to the quiz? Oh, it's still going. I mean, there's 24 questions. All right, go on. Keep, we'll go. Okay. Uh, capital, capital, capital. DC. Washington, Washington DC. DC. Capital. Uh, what does, why does the flag have 50 stars? One for each state. State. Correct. Okay. Um, all right, come on. When do we celebrate Independence Day? We July know. July the 4th. We've just the done this. 4th of July, for God's sake. The idea of self-government is in the first three words of the Constitution. What are those words? Is it we the people? Is it make no law? Is it be it resolved? Is it life... We the people, I think, isn't it? Mm, I think it's it is. Like, it's, uh, it's, is it that idea. or is it life, liberty, happiness? It's we are the, pe- we we the, the people. We the people. Yep, correct. What is the economic system in the United States? Capitalist, communist, socialist, barter. Capitalist. <laughs> Capitalist. 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 <laughs> All right, little advert there. Skip through that. We elect a U.S. senator for how many years? Ooh, 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 two. Is right. it? Or four. 
Four. I'm going to say four. Go on. Because I think that they're two... You've got, uh, like, um, uh, elections for senators and stuff. Uh, two years after the and president. Two years after the... Pre- I'm saying four. No, oh, it's six. Six. Six, damn. Is that the third or fourth one we got wrong? I don't know. Out of 16. I don't know. If both the president and the vice president can no longer serve, who becomes president? The Speaker of the House, the Chief Justice, the Secretary of the Treasury, or the Postmaster General? I think it's the Chief Justice. I think it's the Speaker of the House, but let's see. Yes, it's the Speaker of the House. How many justices are on the Supreme Court? How many Supreme Court justices are there? No idea. I have no idea either. Five, seven, nine, or eleven? I'm just going to go. I would say five. That's what my guess would be, but I don't know. I'm going to go seven. Go on. It's Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Um, So. Ah, but I think we've missed that question because. No, we haven't. When you click next, it changed from 18 to 19. Yeah, because it was. It's no, we haven't missed anything. I think you had to like hit X. No, on it's the okay. Right, it's right, okay. Right, we right. haven't. Who wrote the Declaration of Independence? George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, or Franklin Roosevelt? Was it Jefferson? It was Jefferson. Okay. Who was president during the Great Depression and World War Two? Is it Richard Nixon, Woodrow Wilson, Andrew Jackson, or Franklin Roosevelt? It's Roosevelt. It's Roosevelt. The only reason I think that is because uh, there's a station in Paris called Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> During the Cold War, what was the main concern of the United States? Was it unemployment, hunger, communism, or national parks? Uh, uh, communism. Communism. They were completely freaked out by it, right? Next question. Wait, 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 wait. Hit, hit the X on that advert. No, this isn't it. You're gonna go 20, so it's at 21? No. It's, uh, that, the previous question was question 21. Okay. It's fine. Right. There's, there's adverts. How many amendments? There are adverts oh. that, that are messing with us, ladies All and gentlemen. Right. How many amendments does the Constitution have? We've got the First Amendment, Second Amendment, <laughs> you know, all these different amendments. Oh, there's too many amendments. I, I've got no idea. 25? 25. It's 27. 27. 27. Who is the current Chief Justice of the United States? Oh, and this, well, this, I'm, when I'm was this changed? When was this named? I, I've no idea. John Roberts, William Rehnquist, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, or Clarence Thomas? I don't. None of those names ring a bell. Clarence Thomas is wrong. It's John Roberts. Okay. Who was president during World War One? Woodrow Wilson, Theodore Roosevelt, Warren Harding, or Franklin Roosevelt? It's Woodrow Wilson. And that's it. We finished. What happens? Congratulations. <laughs> yeah! You answered... America! You answered 18 out of 24 correct. Your score is in the second, 22nd percentile. Uh, I think that means that we are in the 22 well, percent yeah, who yeah. got 18 out of 24. Yeah, and we, uh, there's a picture of an American passport, so we are now officially more American. 78% of people got got fewer questions right than us. Yeah. So we're American now, Paul. Yeah, are you so, happy to be an American? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll take it. We can vote. Yeah. So that's nice, I suppose. All right, folks. Well, there you go. Uh, so Paul failed the British citizenship test and he, <laughs> passed, he passed the, the American. American one. What uh, does that tell you? I've no idea. Oh, my God. It tells me those tests are bullshit. Um, you can leave your comments in the comment section as usual, ladies and gents. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Paul Taylor, do you have anything to say to the people of planet Earth? The people of planet Earth that listen to Luke's English podcast. Um, uh, thanks for listening and thanks uh, for those who are ninjas who never comment, but uh, I, and a few of you who follow my stuff, uh, who I hear from you regularly on comments and stuff like that on my vlogs and how, my videos. How do they follow your stuff? Uh, they can follow me uh, anywhere uh, that's social media uh, 25 years old and above, basically, not including Snapchat. What? 25 years yeah, old Yeah, people who use Snapchat are usually... Right, less than 25 years uh, yeah, old. Yeah, so I, I don't know how to use Snapchat, really, and I don't have a community on there. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, I'm active on all of those uh, quite a lot, mostly on, on YouTube, to be fair. All right. Um, okay. So... Um, yeah wicked man yeah blad wicked yeah blad all right well speak to you again soon all right cheers thanks uh, for having me you can say goodbye to my audience yeah au revoir au revoir au revoir Ladies and gents, thanks for listening. Speak to you again soon, but for now, goodbye. Bye, 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 Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.